So, the, the, I want you to do two things. First of all, the, the Mahalach that we're going on in the Vad is we're trying to, we're working on making decisions. It's really the bottom line, is that a person can't possibly carve out his own, his own Avodah Hashem, which is a fundamental part of, if not the most fundamental part of the reason why it's brought into Adam Hazeh. You can't, you can't achieve that without having the ability to make a decision. And that's why the first Mahalach in, in Avodah, the Ramchal says, is Zahirus. And Zahirus is the ability to make a thought-out decision. Without the ability to make a thought-out decision, so then you can't possibly, can't possibly move forward in life because your decisions are going to be influenced, if not dictated, by random issues, could be by social situations, as we discussed last week, is that if everyone's doing one thing, so you also do that one thing, could be that one thing will destroy you. The Gaon says in Evan Schlemer that there are times when a person, he has to do things because he knows his teva, which go connected everyone around him, and they all say he's a shaita, and he has to do it anyway, because he knows for his teva that's what he needs to do. So you understand that avoid and individualism are completely interlinked. HaKadosh Baruch doesn't want random generic Avodah. He wants you. I want a Libra boy. Libra means he wants me. He doesn't want someone else's Avodah. He wants my Avodah. So now, I want to show you how there's a tremendous problem stum which people have with Musa Svarim, and that is, they read a Musa Sefer, and they don't think that the Musa Sefer is speaking to them in their life. And the Ramchal himself provides for that by saying, don't think I'm telling you what to do when you read Musa Sefer. As we've said many times before, the end of the Mesir Shoshayim, the Ramchal addresses us and he says, noim, and now my dear reader, don't think for one second that I've told you what to do. All I've told you are the Klonim of what to do. I haven't told you the Pratim of what to do because it's impossible for me to tell you Pratim. I don't know you. In other words, a Muslim book is not a cookbook. A Muslim book is a, it's, it's a theoretical description of what the, the, what the, what the, what's going on in the sugya. Now you have to apply it to yourself. So I'd like to show you an, a demonstration of how that works. We go to Pergimel. A person that wants to be aware of himself. He wants to be, he wants his actions to be transparent. He wants to see who he is. A lot of times a person walks through life and it's not clear as to who he is. So if you want to have insight into who you are, so you need to have two separate perspectives. Two lenses of looking at the life, at, at the world. The first is that you have to know what is the true good and the true bad. We discussed this last week. What do you mean? Know what a toiv is in a ra. The duke of toiv ha-miti means that ra and toiv are relative to the person. For one person, the Chofetz Chaim says in Hilchus Loshon Hora, you say about one person, he learns three hours a day, it's mamashitz, it's divrei shvach, and it's divrei halel. You say it about another person, and it's divrei gnan, and it's divrei shvach, and it's divrei halel. In other words, the person you say learns three hours and he's about a boss who's also his paranosa, it's the biggest compliment you can play, pay him. If he's learning in Kodal, no, no. 
So obviously, obviously the Ra and Atoyev are, are dependent on the person's situation. And it's not only in terms of his situation, is he an average or is he a working man, but in terms of where is he? Is he 50 years old, 40 years old, 30 years old? Is he married? How many kids does he have? Where is he in the history of time? Is he in the Iqvist of the Mashiach where the Avoid is one thing, or is he in the time of the Naveen where the Avoid is something else? So you have to have a knowledge of who you are, and you have to have a knowledge of, therefore, what Atoyev Hamiti mean for you, what Ramiti for you. Then he says, the second thing you have to bear in mind is the things that, the actions you do. Are they in the in the now that you've defined the Tov and Ra is? See where they fit in. And then he says, but this is subdivided. When it comes to doing something, you have to be able to weigh it up before you do it. You have to weigh up what you've done. To see what's good, what's bad that you can push off. And what's good that you can cling on to. Then he says, but, and if you find something bad, then you have to use your seichel. You have to strategize how you can get rid of it. Now, this is fascinating. Let's try to break down what the Ramchal t- told us. He basically says, if you want to get ad- awareness of what's going on in your life, you need to have an awareness of yourself. You have to know what the Torah is and the Ramit is. Now, how do you know what the Torah is and the Ramit is? So now the Ramchal doesn't tell us. Now look how much stuff you have to put into the Ramchal. Now, Torah is means that I have to know what's my definition of success and my definition of failure. And this is through every area of my life. For example, let's talk about what is described as success in Shimon Esrei for me and what's described as failure of Shimon Esrei for me. What's that? Toi Vamiti Ramiti. So now, I look at my Shimon Esrei. I'll, I'll do it myself. So it happens to be that, that if it's just like a person works on, on Torah, you have to work on Twila. And if you're standing in the same place in your Twila that you were at the beginning of the month, at the end of the month, so then something's gone wrong. Because there should be, a person should be Oile by Madraga in Tefillah, as much as Torah, why not? They're all the same thing. Especially when you're in Yeshiva where there's it's a Muchad. You could argue that Chesed is not, it's not the place where you grow in Chesed in Yeshiva. But Tefillah, the place to grow. So when you, when you have the Yeshiv Das. So, so now, you want to grow in Tefillah. So you want to evaluate Yishman Yisra. So what's the ultimate success? How do I define what my, my Torah Vemit is in Tefillah? So you could say, Torah Vemit is defined by not losing concentration for the entire Shman Yisra. But then, I look at myself and I think to myself, do you know what? It's Vadashach. I know that I can focus on Tefillah and there's many Shemayesos I've davened and I haven't lost concentration. So there's something more than that that pushes me. It could be that apart from not losing concentration, I have to feel the, uh, what the, the first Reb Chaim says in, 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 in Sefer about the two Kavonas that is Medaik from the Rambam. There's one Kavona in Tefillah that's Ma'akev just in the Brocha Birchas Avis. That the, the Kavani is Purusha Milas. You have to know what you're saying. That's Ma'akev in Tefillah. Beyond Avis, you don't have to know what you're saying. To be Yoti Yochi of Tefillah. But there's another Kavana which stretches throughout all Shmon Esrei, and that is that you Omed Bifnai Melech. Meaning that you have a consciousness that you've just entered into a holy space, and the minute that that con- consciousness drops for one second, so you haven't been Yoti Tefillah. So, Aloch Lamaita, we don't repeat. But going to the Rambam, you haven't davened. So that's more than just kavonah perishah milas. Let's say that you can do that without being distracted. But you have to have a sense, a sense, something which is in not something that a knowledge, not a, but you have to feel that you're in front of the Rebbein Shalom. And therefore, that's going to influence the way you talk, that's going to influence the way you act, that's going to influence how you mishtachavir, how you korea, how you rise up, because you're in front of the Eibishter. 
It's going to influence the way that your words come out of your mouth. So the ultimate thing for the Shemun Yisrael is that I go into Shemun Yisrael that the minute I put my feet together after taking three steps forward, and this is what I told the guys in Mr. Shia, that a person can kill Shemun Yisrael in the first three steps. If you go into Shemun Yisrael like this, chances are you'll never be able to dive in properly. Because it's way too fast for you to understand what you're doing. What you're doing is now you're going into a place which is Admas Kodesh, which means Akash Bochu is Nimsa in front of you, Adkedekach, that you're not allowed to look up from your Siddur because it's staring in the face of the Shechina and it's Azus Ponim. So you have to dive in with your eyes closed. So that means the, that Matzav begins before you open up your mouth. That once you take those three steps forward, you're already in that Matzav. From that second onwards, so, so you're already in Mispala. So that's already where the first Kavona of the Rambam kicks in. So now you, you take three steps forward. Now if you take three steps forward, it's not going to help. If you take three steps forward, you say, okay, the Mokhama Bait reaches Admas Kodesh. And I'm one step closer. I'm one step closer to meeting in the sense that I came to this to be. It's a Shukhanarach cause I'm about to potentially reach his Pashtus Agashmias. And I'm one step closer. And I started to feel within me a sense of awe, a sense of trepidation. Because it's not so posh to stand in front of Boyo Kurilami. And then there's another step forward. And now I'm even closer. And then as I take the third step and my mobility is lost because I've now taken the place that I've used to transport myself, which are my legs. So the the Kurkhatur inside of me comes to a halt. It means that I'm now the Hirak and Malach, that I'm, I'm totally found in this place. And I take my hands and I put them right hand over left hand. So now when I'm frozen in this position, before I've even opened my mouth, I feel this incredible awe in front of the Ibn Sha'odam. And then you just pause for five seconds. And then you feel, now I understand why I have to say Hashem's Fosai Tiftach, because at this point in time I don't know what to do. So I need to be mispalo to be mispalo, because I'm speechless. And then, before you so now, then, then that, that, can, that can make you Shemun Esrei. But you can understand that if you don't do that, and you go like this. How's it shaykh? How's it shaykh? So now I know, so now I've, I understand where the Hatoi Vamiti is. The Hatoi Vamiti is that the steps that I enter into the Shemun Esrei should be measured and paced, and that they shouldn't be senseless. They should, they should be accompanied with Hakora, Sikhlis, of exactly what I'm doing. A consciousness, so that my steps aren't, it's not a tnuas haguf, it's a tnuas ha moyach, that I move forward with one leg and then with another leg, in it. and then I get there and I say, Hashem Sosai Tiftach, and now I have to do a kriya with my knees. So the kriya with my knees is at the berch, which is the lower part of the body. So even that has to show that there's something about me. Now, with the higher part of my body, it's easy to show that there's something about me because I bow down. How do I bow down with my knees? So I bow down, I bend them. They chose a hachnoah. I'm saying it's a machnir myself. I understand that there's something about me. That I, do, I can't stand up straight like this, like a bow guy. I have to pull myself down. When I pull myself down, it's connected brocha, which brocha is bringing down something. The brocha is the kuech of being taken, being miyaches, the shefer which you get in this world to its makor in Olam Elyon. So I bring it down because I'm mirroring what happens when a person has the bracha. You're bringing down the kercha shefer, you bring it down inside of yourself, and you can feel that happening as you bend your knees. But again, it's done with moyach. And you see, the bracha means that there's diversity in the world. means that diversity is an illusion. Really, it all is one makor. And that makor is the Yubayish Olam. And it comes from Midas Chesed, and it's my Hizmashpir in brilliant different directions. But I say all those brilliant directions, Baruch all come from you. And then when I say that, then I say Baruch, but then I have to be Miyachas to the Yubayish Olam. And I say that, I talk, and I collapse in front of him. Because the only person who's a Zokuf 
in the Bria is the Adam. All animals are perpetually bent over because they don't have Bechira. So remember, they're always subjugated to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We stand up upright, which means that we can be an Apikoros. A person who stands up upright, the symbolic representation is that I can make the decisions for myself. I'm not Mechuyev to listen to your brain. I'm not Meshubed. I'm not Muchna Be'etzen. So the shining is when you bend down and you say, I am Muchna Be'etzen. That that I can't, that I can go connect the Kosh Baruch is an illusion. I can't go connect the Rosh Hashanah because that's the ultimate reality. But I can appear to be. That's why I have the upright. So when I bend down and I realize, even though it looks like I'm standing up straight, but it's a mamuchna in front of you, the shine is, where do I get a header to stand up again? Once you're done, now you've reflected the reality. So standing up straight is a, de- is a deception. That's not the reality. So it comes out that once you go down and you acknowledge that, the header to come up is that you come up not as yourself, but as a Tzalem Elohim. If you're a Tzalem Elohim, so a Tzalem Elohim also has the right to be in this world. Because you, you're, you're just an appearance. An image is something which is faithful to the... A photograph is faithful to the place from which it's taken. If there's a distortion between the photo and the original um, scene photographed, it's not a photograph. It's not an image. It's a distortion. A Tzalem Elohim means you are a photograph of the Rebun Shalom. Meaning your Midas and his Midas are a reflection one of another. So now, when I go down, if I can reflect the Abishta, so then I'm no longer here. It's not me here. It's I've allowed myself to become totally infused with the Ratsanaboya. And that's the only head to, to go out. So now, you're thinking about this. You're taking your three steps and you're being misboning in every step. And you're doing it at a pace that you can be misboning. As you rise up, you feel that every part of you, your machshava, your dibu, your maisim, are there as kalim to be mighty the 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 into the world. So then, that that that's shaykh to the shaykh is to It's shaykh is to So when you have that shaykh is to you're right. It's it's, it's an avoider. But, but then you have a shaykh is to Then when someone comes to you and they say, "What did you just do?" They said, "I just spoke to the rebbeinu shalom." As opposed to what you just said, I'm Shakras. I'm Yetzi. What is that? What is that? That's nothing. So shining Aloha, if you daven to be Yetzi Yechiv, if you're Yetzi Yechiv, correct? If you daven to be Yetzi, are you Yetzi? You can't daven to be Yetzi, you're going to live a boy. So now, there I can understand. So now, again. She's burning her order, Mahua Toiva Miti. So I have his bonus. So let's say that's Toiva Miti. Again, I'm just covering the Toiva Miti, the Toiva Miti of the first three words of Shmoni Esrei and the preemptory steps to getting in there. That's the Toiva Miti. So now, what's her Miti? So now, if the Toiva Miti is that, so Raha Miti isn't, isn't this. The Raha Miti is much more subtle than that. The Raha Miti is, I think about what I'm doing, but I don't give it my real Koyach. In other words, the Ramit is not, not davening. The Ramit is not davening with no kavana, because that's not shaykh to me. Uh, if that's a toiv amiti, so the Ramit is not that far away. It's not that the toiv amiti is there and the Ramit is there. The toiv, it's toiv amiti means the toiv is shaykh to me and the ra that's shaykh to me. So the ra that's shaykh to me is not a person that goes like this. 
not, that's not a Ramiti. The Ramiti is that I do that, but maybe I do it a little bit too fast. And I'm not misbringing Bechol Kriches Nafshi. And when I go, that's a Ramiti. So once I've defined that Torah Ramiti, Ramiti, so now, that's step one. Now, but in order for me to do that, to understand all the processes, I have to think about, is that, you know, that's for me. But if I speak about Gidon Davni, it's a different story. That's not his avoider. That's not his avoider. So what is his avoider? I don't know. He has to figure out his avoider. He has to know his avoider. Again, I'm, my tefillah is like, let's say, you know, Ken Hara, 24 years of working on tefillah, so then your tefillah should be somewhere else. The person has been working on tefillah for two years, or three years, or four years, or five years, or six years, or seven years. So you have to do it for yourself. So the difficulty with Mrs. Swarim is the Ramchal doesn't take you by the hand. He says, okay, what you have to do now is, imagine... He says to you, you have to know Toi Vamiti Ramiti. And the problem is people read that and they Vamiti Ramiti and say, what does it mean? So what does it mean? What does it mean? What does a Toi Vamiti mean? What's the Toi Vamiti of morning Seder? Tell me what the Toi Vamiti of morning Seder. I don't know. It depends on my chavrasa. It depends on my mood. It depends on what I'm learning. It depends on what my kuchas I say a lot. It depends on... It. And then I have to think about all those things. And then I have to think about, okay, now, what's the Torah Vamiti for today? And then after the morning side, I can say, ah, that morning Seder was a good morning Seder. Or no, that morning Seder was a disaster. But if I don't do that, can I evaluate my morning Seder? Not really. So I've got no transparency in my life. So am I succeeding or am I failing? You can have a generic sense of maybe. But you're not putting atzmoy. You're completely lost in your life. You have no clue where you are. Because you can't make decisions. Because you don't know if you're succeeding or failing in the, in, in the details of life. And life is in the details. Are you following me? So this is Shlav Aleph. So you have to know Toi Vamiti, Paramiti. Then, so now coming to do something. So now, this is just in filler, but what about chavrusas? What about roommates? What about Hilchas Loshon Hara? So for me, Hilchas Loshon Hara is a big suya. first of all, because I have an a T in that direction, fortunately. And secondly, because a lot of what I do is speak to people about people. So that's, 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 so now what happens? So now, what, let me ask you in this situation. Now, Toi Vamiti Ramiti. Bocha comes to me and he say, I say, Bocha, you look really depressed. He says, Rebbe, I'm really depressed. I say, what's up? So he says, I don't want you to say. So I say, well, if you don't say, then I can't help you. So he says, it's got to do with someone else. So I say, great. Who? He says, I can't say. I say, what did he do to you? He says, I can't say because then you'll figure out who it is. So what's the option? He says, I'll be depressed. So I say, would you like not to be depressed? Yes. So why? But then he involves me. So now what do you do in this situation? So do I say to him, Bocha, tell me his name. It's not Lashon Hara. Or don't I? Toi Ramiti. Chofetz Chaim says in the in Klau Hey, I think it's called, when he discusses, can you say things about people's minus and chesaranus? Can you say a person's a Balgaiva? All right, you know, the, the way he puts it in is so gewaldic. He says, can you say a person's a Balgaiva? All right, it's an Isodoraisa. And you can, you know, say something a person's Balgaiva, it's an Isodoraisa, it's a Feistos, it's a Mutter, because I mean, he's been over Isodoraisa the whole time. So can you say? It's no, people don't understand the Choyma Isur of bad Midas. They don't understand the Isur of the Raisa. And Mimele says you can't. What happens, says the Chobos Chaim in the Hagar, if um, Reuven comes to you and Reuven says to you, listen, uh, Ru- sorry, you know that Reuven is mamish furious with Shimon because Shimon just made the most piercing and harmful comment to him. 
So now right now Reuven is hating Shimon. Can you go up to Reuven and say, Reuven, you have to understand, Shimon, that's what he's like. He's just a very biting person. He offends everybody. And when Reuben realizes, he goes, oh, it's nothing personal, and it will dissipate the sinner that he has for, for Shimon. Mutura Asa. Toiva mitira miti. Says the Chobos Chaim. Muta umitsunami ika. Now, so now, Muta umitsunami ika. It's a gewaldic. So now I've got my hetter that I've been waiting for. Now, Bob can come to me, I can feel great and say to him. So now he goes a little bit further. The Chobos Chaim in the Lavin, he says like this. So, so now, I'm doing a vibe with guys, and I say, so now when Bob comes to me and he says to me, you know, there's this guy, I say, well, who's the guy? He says, it's my roommate. I go, your roommate, what do you expect? That guy is such a yekka, he can drive anyone with sugar. So, so now, so it's a mitzvah. No, but what happens if when I say those words, I say, mmm, it's so geschmack to tell everyone what an idiotic yekka is. Mmm, I get geschmack from that. So now what happens? So now, granted I'm doing a little Ellis, and granted we'll have a to Ellis. But one second. The Chobot Chaim says that one of the Isurei Loshon Hora is that you over the Isur Gaiva. So granted, Legabe to Elis, the to Elis of the content of my Dibur, it was good. But in terms of the intent of my Dibur, I got Geschmack for running him down. So there's still an Isur Gaiva. And not only that, it's a bitl mitzvah after Echa How did I figure out the bitl mitzvah after Echa Because sometimes you've got children. I mean, you've always got children, if you've got children. But sometimes you have to speak about your children. Let's say your kid's having a hard time, and you want to speak to the Rebbe. So you have to say, Divrei Gna on your kid. I can assure you, there's no gushmak. So, it, it cuts up your heart to say it. You say, Rebbe, listen, you know, you have to understand that my son isn't so... doesn't feel good. So now I see that since I have a seal of if I would be Oyev the person, so of course I'd say the same thing. I'd say, listen, you have to understand, your, re- your roommate is a proper yekka, but at the time it would rip my heart to do so. Again, when I say, I'm not referring to, the, the, these, these characters are completely fictional and they bear no resemblance to anyone present in the room today or alive. <laughs> but, I think like, like, there's like four candidates who like all of them. The four candidates who are like thinking they're the Yekka and four candidates who think they know the Yekka. <laughs> See? So what do you, do you understand? So then, so now, you have, you have in the Toi Vamiti and the Ramiti, you have a much more sophisticated definition. Because now the Toi Vamiti is a vada to save the Divrei Gnai Kadei to help the person, but to save them with Ava Gemuya and without Gaiva. Good. Good. Now, you have to understand that the Mr. Trump implies there's another stage because he says, if Yimta bomb minaira, yachkor besichloi, you have to make a strategy to figure out how you can get rid of it. So now I realize that when I speak about people, it doesn't feel, it feels so gushmak to write them down. Oh, Gewaldig. So now, what do I do about that? Okay, so now that's not going to click my fingers and my dagaiv is going to disappear and click my fingers and my eye is going to come up. Now I need a strategy. So let's go through it. Collect all the variables of myself and my life and where I am. Define ultimate success and ultimate failure for me in my own personal situation. Strategize how I'm going to achieve ultimate success and get rid of ultimate failure. And then, says the Mr. Susharim, that pre-doing the deed, and then afterwards, you have to be yad in front of Zichroim Klamas, of the feedback loop. We're going to say, okay, so I tried that, and... Uh, <coughs> 
and Yanko came to me and he told me about his roommate and his roommate, a roommate just decides to randomly in the middle of the night, true story, switches on the light, three o'clock in the morning, switches on the light and decides to listen to a shear without headphones. And there's someone else sleeping in the bed next to him. <laughs> so, so now what, how do you deal with that? <laughs> so now obviously it's, it's a big new sign because I want to say, uh, Yankla, your roommate is the uh, sugar. But you can't say that because that's not to the toilet because you're just using those words there. So, but Lamai, so what happened? Did I say, roommate is sugar? So now Yankula feels much better, but now Gaiva and Ava have gone out the window. So now I see, ah, why, why did that go wrong? Well, the truth is because I think his roommate's a Mishra now. I don't like him, and it gives me geschmack to tell him that his roommate's a Mishra. So now I see, okay, so I have to figure that out. So then I'm working, 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 working. My life's transparent, I see what's going on. And now the Mrs. Yashara is not this Musa safe which stays on the shelf and it doesn't have any relevance to my life. It's the most relevant thing in the world. Because now every single one of my actions, I have to think again. And you have to think, well, if I think of it, then I'll go with sugar. So then how to go meeting around me to change it. So now the, the life and, and the safer live together, live together, and slowly but surely you forge away, making decisions, and then you can start putting your foot on the first run called the heroes. But if you don't do that, so I mean, imagine people trying to live their life without putting their foot on the first run. Zahiris, Zahiris. Torah Mavirli Day Zahiris. So we learn Torah, but where's Zahiris that comes from it? There has to be an attached Zahiris. And that's what this is. So you see that making decisions requires a certain maturity and self-insight. And what you'll find is that once you start asking these questions, so then all of a sudden, the inside of who you are and where you are and what you should be doing becomes much more, much more accessible and visible. As opposed to if you don't live in this world, so your actions are dictated by society or by your midas, they'll just take you wherever they'll, wherever you'll go. Because you're not making decisions, you're not choosing to do something, or you're choosing to learn, no, you're not learning. You're choosing to be morning side, or you're choosing to leave morning side, or you're choosing not to, you're choosing not to. It's just basically like this, this, this sheep. Just go with the flock. Where the flock goes, I go. I mean, we, we can join, try this. We'll go downstairs and we'll huddle in a group and start talking excitedly and see how many people we can attract. <laughs> and see how long you can hold it for by saying nothing. Where, where's, the, where's the shikul? Where's the shikul? There's no shikul because there's no zahiris. Zahiris is aleph. So I think it's something practically to apply. I'm not saying you should do what I said, Maybe you should. I don't know. I don't know, right? I don't know. Maybe it's exactly the thing you should do. Or maybe it's the thing you shouldn't do. How are you going to know? I can guarantee you that if you do do it, it will transform Yishmanesra. <laughs> but you don't have to do it. Or maybe you do. Or maybe you don't. And about Lashon Hora, maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't. And about Morning Seder, maybe, maybe. How can you not learn what Yeshiva is learning? Or how can you learn what Yeshiva is learning? Maybe, maybe your vomit is not going to do it for you. And it could be that, So then you're going to be learning your vomit because everyone's doing it. And it's going to be destroying your Shaykh's Torah. Or maybe that's the Atzas Ayatze because you can't bother to think in Cheshpin and you're looking for an easy way out. No, 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 I don't love your vomus. I want you to spend my time learning Chavis or Vomus. They both go Vomus in the end of them. It's a Gzair Shavah. Obviously, obviously, obviously. 
What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? So, do you understand that until you have a crack to make a decision, you're partially paralyzed. You can't move. You can't move. So, the truth is, th- this is how I have when people come and sometimes they ask me shaylas. And you hear from the Nusach HaShayla, like, you're trying to think, gosh, I'm trying very hard to get this guy's Havamina. And then you think a long time and you think, hmm, there's no Havamina. <laughs> Uh, so here we have we have a sefer with a bride from Pinchas Ben Yoy. He says, if you want to be oyel legedula, this is what you do. Aleph, Torah. The Mitzvah Shem doesn't. He leaves it out. Aleph for Mitzvah Shem, Zehirus, Zehirus. So if you're not if you know, if Zehirus not negate you, so they mean you never. I don't like Zehirus. I want to go on to Precious. I'm a precious man. <laughs> it doesn't help because you can't make a decision. You have to be able to make a decision in life. If you can't make a decision in life, you can't live life. You can be carried by life. You can't live life. You can't be a person. You can be someone else. You can be a robot. You can be a political society. You can be a weed. You can be, I don't know what you can be. <laughs>